Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland, and this is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. And we're talking about and studying in our broadcasts all this week the blood covenants of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for it, Father. Oh, thank you for it, Jesus. And I was, um, I made this, this, uh, mention of this to our, our audience here, our studio audience. A person said to, uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin, said, um, oh, I'd hate to be in your shoes. And Brother Hagin said, why? What? He said, oh, he said, I, all that stuff you, you preach, I wouldn't be responsible for all that you're putting out for anything in the world. Brother Hagin said, no, he said, you'll, don't you know, you'll have to answer to God for everything you're preaching? Brother Hagin said, certainly, certainly I will. But he said, you'll have to answer to God for everything you heard me preach. (laughs) He said, if that guy had false teeth, it'd have fallen out of his mouth. He said, me, me, me. (laughs) Brother Hagin said, yeah, you. He said, fourth chapter of Mark, the sower sows the word. Well, in this case, this would be me. But he said, that's the last time that Jesus said anything about the preacher that's doing the sowing of the word. All of the responsibility then shifted to the hearer. And only 25% of them produced. 75% of them allowed the devil to steal it. So you're responsible for what you hear. Of whom much is given, much is required. And that's a good thing. It's very simple. You start off, everybody does. The Bible compares the spiritual life with natural life. And it does, but it's, the Bible is a spiritual book. Unless it identifies itself in speaking about the flesh or the mind or something, it's always on the spirit side of things. It's just like uh, studying covenant. This is very, this is the most spiritual thing in the whole Bible. That's what the Bible is, a copy of two covenants. Two blood agreements. But, think about it. Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Well, somebody that accepts Jesus when they're 50 years old, spiritually they're a baby because they just became a new creature. A new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new and all things are of God, well, now, wait a minute. In this case, it would be all things are of El Shaddai. Because 
He has become your spiritual mama. And that's where we were yesterday, right? So let's go back over there to, uh, well, we started out in Mark 11, 22. Have faith in God. And our question is, who is God? Well, Brother Coughlin, that seems like kind of a silly question to me. Okay, answer it. Who is God? Uh, well, he's God. No, that's not who he is. Huh? No, that's not who he is. What? I said, no, that's not who he is. It's so simple, you have to have some help to misunderstand it. (laughs) He is love. That's who he is. But he has names. Names. You don't get it anywhere except the Hebrew language. I'm no Hebrew scholar, but I can read a concordance. And I, and, and I follow after people that have, that have intensely and extensively studied the Hebrew language. And, uh, oh, our KCBC students are so blessed. Professor Greg Stevens, I mean, this man, this man has, he has studied Hebrew. And he, he comes out with stuff. He and I are working together. Well, I might as well go ahead and, and announce it. I haven't said anything about it, but he and I are working on a new book together on covenant. And, and, and he, Boy, he'll call me and get something, and, and I just sit. I'm like the guy that Brother Hagen's talking about. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then he'll get something from me, and we. And, oh, it's just amazing. Glory to God. I don't know that book may be that thick when time we get there. I don't know. It, it may turn into. It may turn into more than one book. I don't know. But it. it the, the, the deeper we dig into this thing, the the bigger it gets, and we're so excited about it. Now. Let's go to the 17th chapter of Genesis. Now this, up until, in the 15th chapter of Genesis, in that very beginning covenant, it was a blood covenant, all right, but it was in the blood of animals. And if we have time, we maybe study that. <clears throat> but, but this is the beginning of a covenant with human blood. And it's the first of its kind ever on planet Earth. All of the blood covenants go way back in history all over Africa. And, and, and the, some of them turned into such grotesque stuff that it's just pitiful. But the Hebrew covenants were in blood. The covenant between Jonathan and David. They cut the covenant together. Now, In the Hebrew word for covenant, it, the, the root of it is to cut or make an incision. But that's the reason it's still called today cutting the covenant. Amen. Leaving the idea a place where blood flows. My background, Native American. 
and um, from uh, predominantly Cherokee, <laughs> when I did my, my DNA to make sure I won a line about this, because when I was a little boy, I won't be an Indian's bed. I don't know what to do. And I knew my grandfather was, but, you know. And uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, a, a man born back before the turn of the 20th century in Venita, Oklahoma. I mean, come on. The heart of the Cherokee Nation, you know. And he named my mother Venita, but they pronounced it Venetta. Anyway, I, I knew that it was. But I decided I'm not telling this anymore until I find out. And then I did had my DNA done on Ancestry.com, and it didn't even show up. So I didn't, I didn't mention it again. And uh, <laughs> my granddaughter Rachel said, Papa, I found out something. Ancestry.com doesn't have any Native American markers. Now, it might show up if you were full of blood. But she said, that's the reason it just didn't show up. Well, I saw others that I, that I did recognize. Irish, that came from my dad. Northern Ireland. Well, that Native American Cherokee could have part of it come over in the Irish side because the Cherokee and the Irish intermarried. I mean, both of them clans, both of them, and the Irish potato. Do you have any idea where that came from? You think that came from Ireland? They never heard of a Irish potato. But the Cherokee did. And they gave them seedlings to that potato. Well, I didn't come in here to teach you about Indians. But <laughs> but when you go back to Native, this is huge, huge among Native peoples. Because this is the way law was established between families, with blood. And this one was the first one right here. Human blood. First human blood covenant. All the rest of them up to then had been animals. When Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. I am El Shaddai. The word Shaddai, almighty, almighty. When you know what he said, Almighty really says it. But you don't know that. You don't know what Almighty is in reality and what it does for your faith when you find out about it. I am the Almighty God. Say it. He is the Almighty God. I am L, singular for God. Almighty, I am El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. You need it, I have it. You need it, I'm it. Glory to God. Who is Jesus? El Shaddai in the flesh. Let me tell you who else Jesus is. And we're going to see it 
this week and next, we're going to see this. El Shaddai is your very own father. But more than being your father, listen to me, more than being your father, he is your covenant, capital F, friend. A friend that sticks closer than a brother. Well, people say, yeah, no, a friend sticks closer than a brother. Who did Jesus say that friend was? The one that gives his life. Come on, folks. This is, this is blood covenant talk. This is blood covenant. Those people were covenant people back there those many centuries ago. They understood exactly what he's talking about. And he said, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, I don't even know you. Well, of course he knew who they were and what their names were. He's talking blood covenant and he took it into a place that actually went further than what the people that were there knew about. They knew about animal blood sacrifices. They'd lost a lot of this. But he brought them up to date. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ of Nazareth, El Shaddai, in the flesh, made a curse for us. And we're going to be talking about that curse and where it came from and all that. Has become. This is what got to me so. As a young man and even later. Native American background. Let me put it like this. I, my, I, I, I followed the DNA of my mother's people rather than, than my dad's. And, uh, the, the, my life traits and so forth are more in that line. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Number of years ago, back in the days when they had, tell them how much time we got left, sir. Oh, we this is perfect. Back in in the days before, uh, you know, we, we didn't have the nine eleven problems and all of that. Uh, Braniff Airlines had a shuttle that flew between uh, Dallas and Houston. And uh, just and several other cities like that on the hour and on the half hour. And back that then, you'd, you'd just go up to the gate and pay for your ticket, get on the airplane, and and somebody had handed me E. W. Kenyon's little little red book called the the, the Blood Covenant. And uh, I nobody liked the front seat in those unless they were full because there weren't any windows up there. Well, that's where I wanted to be because I don't want people around me anyway. And uh, they had the bulkhead up there was carpeted where you put your feet up there. 
And I had that, I, somebody gave me that book and I had just put it in my, my coat pocket. And I thought, well, I'll read it on the airplane. Uh, a lot of the things that I'm, that I'm teaching you, I, I first learned from that little book. And uh, <laughs> glory to God. I found out that day. Now think about what this does to a person that is native-minded. Blood covenant really meant something to me. It meant something to me when I was a little boy. I wanted a blood brother. I was an only child. My mother couldn't have any more children. And, man, I wanted me a brother. And I wanted a blood brother. And it hit me. I'm telling you, it hit me so strong. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is my blood brother. And the Almighty God, the Almighty God is my friend that sticks closer than a brother. I mean, and here came the lady with the booze cart. And she had a big grin on her face, you know. And she came up there and said, would you let, oh no, she said, you've already had too much. No, you've had too much already. I guess my eyes were glazed over. I was drunk all right on a different spirit. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Lord. But I began right then finding out actually who I am. I'm a blood brother to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so are you if he's your Lord and Savior. Glory be to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. Abram fell on his face and God talked with him. It didn't say he fell on his face and talked with God. No, he kept his mouth shut. Now, all of us need to spend some time on our faces. But it's good to keep your mouth shut. Just pray in the Spirit and then listen. Listen, listen, listen. Amen. Amen. Don't be the one doing all the talking. Like Rufus Mosley said, here lies a fool doing all the talking. Here here lies a fool doing all the talking. Here lies a fool that knows nothing doing all the talking to somebody that knows everything. (laughs) Maybe if I be quiet, he'll say something to me. I've experienced that. Saying, as for me. Now, he, 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 what, what did he say there? You don't have to take, go for this deal if you don't want to. I'm not pressing you on this. I have chosen you. This is me. Now, what was his qualification? His great education? No. Now, I'll make this covenant with you if you'll do better. No. What qualifications... Did Abram, now Abraham, in a moment to be Abraham, Abraham, he would teach his children. Covenant is a strong 
family thing. Let's look at the dark side of it and gain. It's, it's amazing to me a, a lot of the time when people hear and understand the dark side and, and still don't, don't hook it up. The mafia, Cosa Nostra. Why was it so hard to break into that thing? It was a family. It was a covenanted family together. And they finally found somebody or two that would dare break that covenant. And the curse that was pronounced. There the blessings were all there. And then they pronounced the curse that would come if you broke that covenant. And the amazing part of it the, the one guy, the main one that I'm thinking about now, the curse that they pronounced on him came on him. Somebody didn't have to do it. That curse that came on him. Would you like to know why? He believed it. He believed it. I expect, and I have a I have strong reason to expect or, or suspect this would be a better word. He was prepared to die in that manner in order to break this thing up. He could tell that it it was no longer anything that benefited anybody. It is just a murderous, terrible crime organization. Didn't help anybody. Anyway. As for me, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Now, here's the name change. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. And as I said yesterday, that H, here again, we don't get anything because we don't know anything about the Hebrew language. That H was God's name in the middle of that. A Hebrew reader immediately sees that. Now, you remember when Melchizedek, who was Shem, came after the slaughter of the kings? He is speaking in the future and he says, Blessed be Abram of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. And then what did Abram tell that king? Well, you know, you give us the people and da 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 da. He said, No, 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 no. No, we're not going that route. Unless somebody said that they made Abram rich. I have lifted my hand to God. And God made Abram rich. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. In the new covenant. Oh, don't hand, don't put that sign up in front of me. We're out of time. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.